welcome to episode 13 of A1 Rediscovering Film. I'm your host Juan, and today I am going to rant a little bit. Stay tuned. So generally I like to think of myself as a fair, open-minded person, and I don't like to disparage uh, people or organizations or countries or states unless I feel I have a legitimate reason to disparage some aspect of uh, the above. Well, I got some disparaging to do. And the bane of my existence is a humble little website called eBay. You see, there are so many hurdles and gotchas and stuff you just don't plain damn well know about until you dive in headfirst and start going through the process of selling on eBay. Now, a lot of this, I will freely admit, is my fault because I went in kind of blindly. I didn't do my homework like I should have, and shame on me for doing that, for not doing that, I should say. But uh, the learning process has been fraught with peril, and I'm hoping that maybe some of the information I have to share in this episode will be helpful to you if you are new to selling on eBay. And again, for those of you experienced eBay sellers, keep on laughing, because <laughs> I probably deserve it. So, the whole buying and selling process, I think I alluded to some of that in previous episodes, but I want to get down to the real nitty-gritty, some things that have come up since then that are really annoying. Uh, when you initially sign up to sell on eBay, uh, and you set up a listing, and you initially see that, okay, get all my details in order here, get my description, product description as honest and straightforward as possible, and blah, 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 and then you click the button to list your item, and then you get the confirmation email from eBay, and you're all excited and stuff, you're thinking, all right, I'm going to sell me a camera, and then you don't. Or you sell it, and all of a sudden, the buyer sends you an email saying, Well, gosh, I didn't read the description fully, or I just ran into a family crisis, and it caused me to have to spend a lot of money, and so I really can't afford to make this purchase. And you discover there's a common denominator between those two instances. The sellers, or the buyers, rather, are like on the other side of the freaking world. Now, first of all, I probably should have known this, that when you put up your listing on eBay, it is visible to everyone in the known world, and even the unknown world. Uh, maybe some of those folks operating in the deep state are even looking at your listing on eBay. <laughs> deep state. Okay, I'm not going to go there. So, no, I've got nothing against people in Thailand or Australia. In fact, I kind of have an affinity for Australia. I think Australians are Americans with more beach space. <laughs> Please forgive me for that. Might. <laughs> but I, I, I feel like there's a lot of commonality. I don't know why, but there's just something about the Australian mindset that is, I think 
in some respects is very much American and vice versa. Uh, I could be wrong because I really have not known many folks from Australia uh, in my lifetime. Uh, but there's something about it from what I've seen in, you know, reports and watching, you know, uh, things on television and stuff and reading and it did there seems like some common anyway I, you know i don't want to pick on australia but um actually in, in fact there was one instance the the instance where someone had this family crisis that came up you know uh my heart goes out to you i pray that everything will go well for you and your family i'm sorry you couldn't buy my Hymatic AF2. Uh, actually i have mixed feelings about it because i really didn't want to put the AF2 up on uh, for sale, but, you know, I threw it out there. And uh, anyway, I, I'm, I, again, to that potential buyer who had to bail out for family reasons, you know, uh, again, my prayers to you and your family, and I hope all goes well. Now, let's get back to this uh, whole eBay thing. Um, I presumed that the bidders I would be getting would be from the United States, because that's where I'm located, and fi you figure that, you know, overseas... The shipping would be cost prohibitive, but uh, prohibitive. <laughs> I can't talk straight. Anyway, I would think that that aspect of things would be taken into consideration if you're uh, looking to buy an item and you discover that it's you know going to be coming from the other side of the world. I have uh, not purchased cameras that I was intrigued by because of the that very fact, the shipping. The shipping can sometimes double the price you pay. Uh, saw some really intriguing cameras from sites in Japan, sellers in Japan. Uh, and I bailed out because I, you know, I didn't want to pay the shipping cost. Uh, the cameras were, in fact, not cheap themselves. But then to pile the shipping costs on top of that, it was going to be like, oh my God, I'll have to take out a second mortgage for this. So I turned those down. I would think the reverse would be true as a seller, that someone would look at your listing and say, oh, Hymatic 2 looks intriguing, but oh, he's in the States, and I'm in Nicaragua, or whatever, or Thailand, or Japan, or Kazakhstan. But uh, apparently, they don't look at that very closely. And then it comes time to either purchase the item, or you have a second look in at, at the listing, before you've made the purchase, and you see, oh, the shipping costs, this is going to kill me. And then you bail out. You know how frustrating that is from the seller side? It's like you're on the verge of making your first film camera sale. I've put four or five cameras online, and in, and in addition to the film cameras, I had a camcorder online. And the only thing I've sold so far is the camcorder. And it went well. The seller gave me a positive feedback. And thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I hope you're enjoying the camcorder. Because I knew it worked. It was just something that I wasn't using. And I thought, it's just collecting dust. So I blew all the dust off. Took some nice pictures. Described the camera in the listing. And, you know, even, you know, very honestly, very straightforward. That's what I do in all my listings. Because I don't want for there to be any issues uh, when the buyer gets the camera. I let them know exactly how it is, you know, at that moment that I am putting the listing together. I even retest them as I'm doing the listing. I've done everything right, but these cameras aren't selling. The film cameras are not selling. I sold the camcorder. 
and um, probably sold it for less than I could have, but I just wasn't using it. So I thought, well, time to go. Uh, is there a lull in the film camera revival? Do I have cameras that are just so common, as in the case of my Yashica Electro 35 GSN? Are they so common? Are there so many listings out there that it's just, you know, easy to overlook mine? Or is there just not the interest in the Yashica Electro because of some of its issues, like the pad of death? You know, that's all you hear about when you see any review, description, listing of the Yashica Electro 35. Gotta watch out for that pad of death. I don't know. You tell me. All I know is the Yashica hasn't sold yet. And as a buyer, I bought two, count them, two Konica Auto S2s. One of them off eBay, one of them off uh, shopgoodwill.org, or .com, rather. <coughs> Pardon me. I am not going to fault Goodwill so much because... I have first-hand experience with how Goodwill processes items that they receive in donations and know that they are not equipped and they, you know, to test these things thoroughly, some locations are, some aren't. So they sell everything as is with no return policies and stuff. So I know that I'm taking a gamble when I purchase from Goodwill. I actually bought my AF2 from Goodwill and didn't have the highest of expectations, but it works wonderfully. So go figure. Uh, but the Auto S2, Konica Auto S2 that I bought from Goodwill, I did, the rear element of the lens was loose. And the little ring or whatever that holds it in place was not there, so I couldn't repair it. The S2 that I bought from eBay, the listing said nothing about nothing working because the seller didn't say anything. They said it was untested. I knew I was taking a chance and it was cheap and because I had purchased the first one, I thought, let me take a gamble on the second one, you never know. And it was a piece of, you know, <laughs> as my mother used to say when we were kids, shush H.I. tut. It just was. It, it it the shutter didn't fire. The couldn't change the speeds on the sh you know the shutter speeds on the on the ring on the lens. It just it was totally worthless. I don't even know if a repair, you know, an overhaul or CLA at the very least would revive that thing. So. Basically, that's the whole reason why my episode is called Bleep eBay. Because there is so much peril out there. The first camera I bought, my Canon A1. When I purchased that, and there is nothing in the description about shutter squeak or anything, just, you know, it works well and blah 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 and I included these, you know, two lenses. It came with a 50mm 1.8 and a 70-210 to 210 Zoom, which is very, very nice. The lenses were nice, but the camera had shutter squeak. And uh, it looks like there's a crack in the, um, in the, um, oh, what would, jeez, <laughs> I'm such a lousy expert here. Like I'm an expert. I'm not an expert on this stuff. As you know, I am a total newbie. 
but the uh, focusing screen looks like it has a small crack on it. Uh, it doesn't affect the focusing, but it's annoying. And it was a it's funny thing is that the camera didn't squeak when I bought it initially, but I ran a roll of film through it, and after I did that, all of a sudden it's squeaking. So maybe the seller didn't know it had shutter squeak. I actually sent the show, the seller an email after that, and I said, "Hey, listen, this camera has shutter squeak. Um, any suggestions?" I'm thinking, well, maybe if he was a generous sort, he'd say, "Well, I'll take it back." And give you your money back but no it was you might find somebody in your area who can do repairs on it or there are videos on YouTube that show you how to fix that yourself please that's the answer you get so if you're dealing with individuals on eBay who well frankly like me I'm not a camera shop. He's probably not a camera shop. Probably got this kit. Probably picked it up at an estate sale or something. I was thinking about getting into film photography. Or it might have been, you know, a relative's camera. Like, oh, let me get rid of it. Also included a winder and a flash. And the flash was a piece of shush H.I. tut. There were, there was, there were no battery, I mean, totally corroded out in the flash. Totally worthless flash. Why'd you even include the doggone thing? Oh, pitfalls and perils, buying and selling on eBay. I don't recommend it. Bottom line is I don't recommend it. I don't recommend buying cameras on eBay, and I don't recommend selling cameras on eBay. Because my experience has been in the total negative. Completely, utterly negative. Yes, I have found some, some great deals and some steals my minolta x570 at first was a deal but now the electronics are starting to get flaky i mean every now and then all the displays in the viewfinder go haywire and they're blinking like crazy and i'm thinking oh boy this means imminent eventual anyway at the very least capacitor failure which means i have to go through the whole capacitor issue which my two minolta x700s suffer from they just plain damn don't work. Um, I've had better luck with working cameras from Shop Goodwill. So if you're, you know, and again, they're not able to test the way you expect test people on eBay, sellers on eBay to be testing their cameras. I've gotten a, I got a steal on my Canon T70. That sucker works wonderfully, although I have some suspicions about the light meter. But it's functioning perfectly. And it does take good exposures in program mode, so it must be okay. It's just that I have some little suspicions about how the light meter is. You know, maybe it's starting to fail. I don't know. But the metering I get when uh, with the T70 is a little bit different from what I get from my Canon A1 my working one, which I got from eBay. Yay! But I paid through the nose for it. Uh, actually, that's not true. I paid about the same price I paid for the um, the first A1 that I purchased, which, but then again, the A1, the first one came with, the you know, an extra lens and also the 
Oh, a winder, a power winder that works mercifully. And the Shashai Tide Flash. So, I don't recommend eBay for buying or selling. If you're looking to purchase a camera, a film camera, I would say take your chances and go to thrift stores. And I've heard that uh, you're seeing fewer and fewer cameras on thrift stores at thrift stores because of the film revival. But the advantage of going to a thrift store is you can try the camera out. There's a video on eBay, and I wish I had the details, but this just popped in my head, where the um, guy goes to a camera store and does some thrift or goes to thrift stores and, and, and does some shopping. But before he goes, he packs, his, packs a bunch of batteries of different types and a few other items, and he tests those cameras. I would recommend looking up that video and put yourself a little battery kit together and go out to thrift stores and check the cameras out because that's the way you're going to do it. If you're fortunate enough to have a camera shop in your town, you're going to pay more, but I'll bet you you can get some sort of at least limited time range warranty on what you purchase. If you want to go to Craigslist or, or, or similar sites like that, where you can look at local listings, then you can go and test the cameras. That's the key. Test what you're going to buy. I know folks are taking a chance on what I'm selling on eBay, but I try to tell them everything I can up front so they know if there are any quirks or flaws or issues as to what they're getting. I try to be as honest as possible. Because I know how important that is. As a buyer, having gotten burned with my two dead Minolta X700s and my two dead Konica Auto S2s, it's important that you know what you're getting. Now, these are because these cameras are old, for crying out loud. They're 30, 40, or you're even buying other, you know, early 50 plus years old. You know, 80 year old Barnack Leicas are, are being sold. You, you want to know what you're getting. You want to know that what you're getting is going to work at least for a short amount of time. Or if it has issues, you want to know what those issues are. Maybe you want to tackle them yourself. Maybe you want to send them off to one of the uh, folks who makes repairs on these cameras. You know, some of them are good. Some of them are, I don't know. But you've got to be careful about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. You've got to be careful about that if you're going to send a camera off for repair. Make sure you're sending it to someone reputable. Maybe you've got somebody locally that you can deal with. That would be best. Then you can go to their shop and, you know, talk to them and, and, and get a feel for, for, <clears throat> for their, the quality of their work. They might have examples in their shop or something. Or they can give you references to find out, <clears throat> you, know, what the, you know, what others feel about the results of their repairs. The point is, do this stuff in person if you can as much of this as you can. And if you're going to try eBay out, make sure that you feel comfortable before you put your hard-earned money down on purchasing a camera from, from, from someone, even from me. I mean, my listings are out there. Um, but again, I am honest in my listings because I want my buyers to be satisfied. And um, you should be satisfied with what you purchase. So bleep eBay, <laughs> even though I'm still selling them. 
trying to sell stuff on eBay, but I don't know for how much longer. I might go the local listing route. Hope this helped. And um, in the meantime, those of you who have cameras and you're happy with them and they're working for you, go out and shoot some great film photography and share it with the world. Talk to you soon.